Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I see that people are writing in from Winnipeg saying, Jets in a sweep, Jets this, Jets that. You can't win four in a row without, you can't win four at all without winning the first one. How about that? And I think the rest for the Jets is a good thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Jets tonight to win. I'm thinking Jets will win the series probably in six. It's the first that I've thought about it. Jets in six. That's what I'm saying. This is the Rob Peterson Show. Well, (laughs) how about that? Uh, Could still happen. Oh, yeah. But the Jets to win last night did not happen. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show on this Thursday, June 3rd. In the year of our Lord, 2021. It's uh, a very special day, as you'll see on the set here. I will hand this over to uh, the lovely and talented co-host and also owner and proprietor of the Rod Peterson Show, Darren DuPont, to tell the folks why you have the set all decorated here today. It's our second birthday. Ta-da! Hey, hey happy How about birthday. That? How about that? June about 3rd, that? 2019. That's right. Was our initial show. Um, but it's funny, I don't have kids yet. Yeah, but my friends do, and I've learned that you know you make a big deal out of the first birthday. It's first one. Never had a birthday for your kid before. Second birthday, not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So you know, no old clips, no special messages. But we got some donuts, we got some balloons, and we'll celebrate throughout. The We're day. all together. That's We're the main together. thing. Yes. That's the so. Thank you to everybody who's made uh, this show a success. And and there's some nice comments coming in from everywhere. Tell us where you're watching from with that. Uh, Trevor in Winnipeg, Jeff in Calgary. <laughs> Jeff, don't get ahead of yourself. It's coming up in my quick six show topics. What you're talking? Hang on. Joe Lazito on Long Island. All these nice folks with some nice words. So it's our two-year birthday today, and it's fun. And Darren has uh, corralled me into a speech later that I have not even thought about yet. So I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, on the program today, Andrew Hustler Patterson from TSN, Ra- no, formerly TSN Radio Winnipeg, now Winnipeg Sports Talk. Hmm, what are we going to talk about <laughs> Yeah, with Hustler? Uh, the Silver Fox, Kelly Rempel in Hour 2, and longtime Toronto Blue Jays broadcaster Mike Wilner coming up in Hour 2, and I'm a really big fan of Mike Wilner. I've never interviewed him before. I've never even met him, so I'm excited for that chat. And uh, Darnell Theros, I just want to say thanks to Darnell from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. He's written in. Happy anniversary, guys. Enjoyed every minute. Darnell's been with us and his lovely uh, wife, Roxanne, from the start. They're regulars here in the bunker. They sponsor the rock star of the day, who incidentally was Rich Sutter yesterday. Rich Sutter has so many T-shirts and hats as the rock star of the day. I don't know what he's going to do with all of them. <laughs> I know. He's right? got it for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Right? It's so, automatic. And the awesome thing about Rich Sutter is he actually wears that stuff. Maybe it's to shovel manure in the corral. Who cares? He's wearing it. Yeah. Wasn't a joke. How about that? Let's go with a quick six show topics, please, guys. Thank you. Deer Valley Golf and Estates writing in as well. 
Happy second anniversary RP show from Shane at Deer Valley. A lot of interesting comments. People are just like a bucket horse trying to get out of the stall there, and they, they, got, they got stuff they want to talk about. So oh, yeah. just hang on. Number one, Montreal five, Winnipeg three. The score doesn't even matter. It was over early, 2-0 Montreal, 10 minutes into the first period. I don't know what happened. You talk about rest versus rust or whatever you want to say. Montreal was in complete domination of the entire game. But all you had to watch was the last minute. You've all seen it. I wish that we could show the highlight. Maybe one day we will. But here's my take on this. Winnipeg's nets empty. As you all know, Jake Evans of Montreal is racing into the Winnipeg zone. He curls around the net for a rare wrap-around empty net goal. Mark Shifley of the Jets is going Mach 3 from the Montreal zone to his own zone as fast as he can. And at the top of the circles, he lets up because he saw the goal was going to be scored. And then I feel it was like, oop, bang. Where was he going to go? I said it was unintentional. And I know that I've been ripped from pillar to post for saying that it was unintentional. I don't care. I, when, and then Jake Evans gets stretchered off. It was probably the hardest, grossest hockey hit I've ever seen in my life. I wrote down here what Kevin Bieksa said. Not that he's the be-all and the end-all, but here's the direct quote from Bieksa afterwards. We don't know what his intent was. Maybe he had the intent. Certainly doesn't seem like he did. I'll say it again for the slow people. We don't know what his intent was. Maybe he had the intent. Certainly doesn't seem, certainly doesn't seem like he did. Kevin Bieksa says, doesn't seem like he intended to hit him or hurt him. I said it was unintentional. That's my belief. He's going as fast as he can. Oh, bang. And then I called an NHL scout this morning, talked to him this mor- on my way in here. And I said, what do you think? And he just said, same thing as what Sean Avery said last night. It's the playoffs. Keep your head up. The NHL, who was a, the guy was a dangler when he played, said, if I was tucking an empty net goal in the playoffs, I would have a pretty good idea that somebody was coming. Keep your head up. So I'm still on Shifley's side. We're not talking about Brad Marchand. We're not talking about Tom Wilson. Mark Shifley wouldn't hurt a fly. And the guy was benched coming down the stretch by Paul Maurice for not back-checking. So he finally does, and this happens. So our poll question today is, what's the suspension going to be for Mark Scheifele? He's got a hearing this morning. He's probably having it right now with the NHL Department of Player Safety. No games, one to two games, or three-plus games. And I'm okay with him being suspended. What are they saying, Dupes? Uh, it's pretty tight between one to two and three plus. Yeah. So nobody's 11% saying zero. So I think the common concept, you know, the he'll, common, be suspended, he'll be suspended. For how long? Over to you. I thought, it would, I thought two games would be appropriate. I really do. Um, there's a lot that goes into this. One, Evans knew he was coming. You see him circ- when he's about to circle in it, he does one of these, right? Just a quick check. You know somebody's coming. But in his wildest dreams, did he think he was going to get blown up coming around the net? No. And I look at Mark Shifley. Did he skate 200 feet with the intent to blow this guy up? Not a chance. He skated 200 feet to stop the net. But he got to about the top of the circles and realized he's not stopping the goal. So Yes, exactly. So he, so he lets up and starts gliding, but he's still going so fast, right, that it doesn't matter how much he's let up to glide. And at that point, you're really frustrated. The frustration takes over of allowing the goal. And that's the moment, the moment that empty net goal is about to go. And that's the moment you've accepted that you're losing the game. 
and that stick over the crossbar, you yeah. want to throw your phone against the wall moment, he decided to blow him up and take out the frustration. Do I think he intended to hurt him? No. Do I think he intended to blow him up and let out all of his frustration? Yes. So for that reason, I think he should be suspended for two games because as a pro, those frustrated moments, instead of putting a hole in the wall, you have to be able to hold back in that moment. You have to be able to hold back and just grit your teeth and take it. He didn't, so that's why I think he'll get it. Um, But it was devastating. It was not good. There's a lot going out, you know, the Nikolai Ehlers thing now where he was protecting Evans afterwards in the scrum. That was good to see. But uh, I think we're making this a little bit more than what it is. It's a really, really devastating check, and we don't see those anymore. Eh. So we think it's worse than what it is. I don't think we're making too much of it. We don't know the status of Jake Evans. We don't know his health status. That's right. My God, he was limp. Well, and that was the conversation I had this morning, too, is he was, he's now going to feel this forever. Like it's going to affect him somehow. A big you know, head injury like that. <sighs> Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what we think, but Mike Horrigan watching on YouTube in Toronto says he should have put on the brakes and he was clearly frustrated as the game was fiery. But that's the thing. I've seen people say, you saw his skates angle. He was trying to slow up. You saw snow come up from his skates. He did try to slow down. But everybody's saying he was not in a good frame of mind, clearly. And then afterwards, you see his eyes. He looked like a wild animal. I think he was worried about Evans. He did not intend... For that result, which was what my point was. It doesn't matter what any of us say. It's going to matter what George Paris says, and God knows. What's the news? What is it? Oh, he has a... Oh. No. Rachel, our intern in Toronto, says Evans has a concussion out indefinitely. Uh, Wow, that's... Yeah, the news of the suspension hasn't come out, but the injury has. So, are we moving on from Shifley? Well, the last thing on that, it just came... What it reminds me of, when you said his kind of deer in the headlights afterwards, and he's, you know, it's like... You black out for a second. It's like, what did I do? I didn't mean I don't want to hurt anybody. But you're frustrated. It's like in tennis, we've seen this a couple of times in tennis, where they're really mad and they smash. Them. Remember when he hit him in the throat? Was oh, yeah. it Djokovic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're mad. You don't, you're not trying to hit anybody in the throat, but you're mad. And then the, Or you smash a stick against the crossbar and the blade goes helicoptering into the crowd and hits a fan, right? It's the, it's the unintended result, right? And unfortunately, I'm okay with him being suspended. Totally. I'm, but can you understand that I say he didn't intend for this to happen? I just hear me screaming that little voice. Nobody understands. Yeah. Uh, from Sean McCormick in the Game Plus Studios in downtown Toronto. Paris hasn't been consistent lately, so it's hard to tell. I will say he will get one game. If it was a blatant headshot or blatant intent to injure, it would be different. Unfortunate outcome. And that's the thing. Thank you, Sean, for injecting that. Paris, you can't ever predict what he's going to say, but I will predict two. Where's the comment from Ryan in uh, Saratoga, New York? He said, nice polo, Rod. There it is. Repping the East Coast Hockey League today. Thank you, Ryan, in New York for noticing. This came from the Newfoundland Growlers. Sent it to me. What I tell you, if you, the way to my heart is send me your hockey team's golf shirts. It's not through my stomach. I think they're still the defending Kelly Cup champions. I don't think they've handed out a... Still the champions. I think so. The Newfoundland Growlers sent me the gear. Uh, Point two. And by the way, this is the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. I'll get to their liner in a moment, but let's get to work at E. Cole Electric. How about that? Colorado Avalanche beating the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime last night. What what, what are we going to say? 
Do you stay up and watch that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here it is. The warm-up brought to you by Ecall Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecall Electric, let's get to work. So what are you going to say? Vegas outshoots Colorado 41-25. I got my tweet ready to go to troll everybody with Marc-Andre Fleury thinking the Golden Knights are going to win and they couldn't beat Philip Grubauer. Or as the broadcaster called him last night, Mark Grubauer. But whatever. Uh, Vegas had played a great game. They didn't bury their chances. They hit a lot of posts. And uh, they just missed opportunities a lot of times. And I'm like, it's the playoffs. You can't miss on opportunities. And not against these guys. So it gets to overtime. Very chintzy call, obviously, on Riley Smith, who I predicted would score the OT winner. No, he gets the penalty. And I'm like, really? Slashes the sticks out of Miko Rantanen's hands, which he didn't even really do that. I think Marc-Andre Fleury's going to have PTSD from trying to play goal against Colorado's power play. I know. I had it. Zing, 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 zing. Zing, 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 zing. Unbelievable. Try to defend that. You can't. There was a part of me last night that thought Nathan McKinnon is the most dangerous hockey player the National Hockey League has ever seen. Ever. Talk about he's got it all. So my point was, you get a chintzy power play, you, you kind of knew they were going to score. They do. It's now 3-2 Colorado going back to Vegas, and it's going to be very hard for the Golden Knights to get back in. I wanted to pick up my phone and tweet that Colorado's good enough. They don't need help from the refs. But I didn't. See how I'm maturing in my old age? I waited till this morning to say it. I was going to say Waited till this morning. I did see it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're good enough. They don't need help. But did you see Peter DeBoer after the game? He said, I'm not going to be mad at the refs. It was a soft call, but what are you going to do? They dropped their sticks. They're falling down all over the place. It's not the ref's fault. <laughs> can't find a guy for that. No, you can't. You know, it's pretty funny, but... Vegas played one heck of a game, but whether it was Riley Smith, Max Pacioretty, Alex Tuck, you know, in that third period in overtime, they had all the chances to end it. Mm -hmm. They had plenty of chances to end it. Philip Grubauer, you know, was on his head. Unbelievable. But that's what good teams need. You know, when your team's getting outplayed, and let's make no mistake, Colorado got outplayed last night in a big way by Vegas. Um, And this series is far from over because of what we've seen. But Grubauer stepped up. And you need that. When your team gets so played, you need a goaltender to bail you out and win a game. So to win a cup, that needs to happen. But this comes back down to, like, you know, a real shock of reality. Because we want to take a small, isolated incident and use that to determine massive, long, make big, long-term accusations and decisions, right? Game one happens. Colorado is so superior. They're not even in the same class. You know, Vegas isn't in their class. It's going to be over in four. And then you see last night's game. And it's completely the opposite. Well, I knew that was going to happen. Right? That's, Grubauer won the game. Grubauer Not won the, the game. Totally. Not the and it's the same thing with Shifley, right? You're taking one incident and characterizing the entire guy, right? You've got to look at the big picture. From Farmer in Saskatchewan writing, boy, that narrows it down. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're going to complain about the stick slash, I'll complain about the Shea Theodore tripping call at or near the end of the third. There was stuff being let go. It's playoffs. That's, I, I'm not complaining about the call. Nor was Peter DeBoer. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Right? How do you get mad at that? It, you, it, it's actually a black and white call. So, Grubauer won the game. 
not complaining about the officials might come back and be good karma for the Golden Knights when the series ships, uh, shifts back to Sin City on Friday. So, or Thursday. What is it? What day is today? Yeah, yeah Friday. Friday. Uh, anyways, we're <laughs> two points covered us through the whole warm-up here. Here's, here's the rest. The United States Football League is back. They announced it this morning. A lot of you won't remember, but I do. 1983 to 1985, the, the team that, that Doug Flutie played in and Steve Young and Herschel Walker and Donald Trump owned the team, the New Jersey uh, Generals, they're back. And they're going to start playing next spring. And now it just touched off a crap load of controversy and talk. Oh, the CFL's got leverage now against the XFL and all oh, the XFL this and the USFL. You know what my reaction to that was? Let's see one of them get on the field. Any one of them. And let's go from there. Because I'm still of the mindset, the more football, the better. I'll watch. But I'm not John Q. Public, right? I'm not the average bear. So we'll, we'll unpack that a little later. Blue Jays sweep the Marlins. We got Mike Wilner, Wilner coming up later to talk about that. Jeff Cornwall is back. He signed a two-year deal with the Saskatchewan Russian man. Is there a great story about that? You were in the building when he won the champ or scored with 12 seconds to go to win the championship. Oh yeah! I was then- watching it with Chris Jones in the luxury suite at Sastel Center. 12 seconds left in the deciding game of the Champions Cup final. Saskatchewan was playing. Who were they playing? New England. I think it was New England. Yeah. Whatever. Jeff Cornwall scores the winner to win the whole. <sighs> 15,000 goes nuts. Chris Jones turns to me and goes, "How do you beat that?" I think it was, how do you top that? Yeah. How do you top that? Unreal. <laughs> and it was their first year in Saskatchewan. First year, you know, the goal to win it. You know, it's not that you're up and the clock runs down. That's a winning the goal, goal to win it. With 12 seconds left. Like, unbelievable Jeff stuff. Cornwall. That's what it was. I was in the stands. I wasn't covering the team yet. But then had relationships. So down on the floor after they win. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. How you top that? Point six, NBA playoffs we'll get to later on. This uh, has been the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Hustler joins us from Winnipeg Sports Talk next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and uh, yes, this is the golden corral of sports talk. A little something for everybody, although we're kind of diving into one thing, right, Darren? Oh, yeah. There are a few other topics, like... Jeff, the Stamps fan, wanted to talk about this morning's announcement of the United States Football League is coming back next year. Where the heck did it go? His comment was, my only concern about that is the talent drain for the season. Here it is. Ah, here it is. My only concern with the USFL and XFL is a talent drain for the CFL. Thankfully, in the past, these leagues do not survive. We'll come back on that. Gentleman watching in Vancouver, Habs for Life 41 says, did they cover the hit yet? Do I need to rewind? We're going to talk about it for two hours. Yeah, you missed 20 minutes, but we got it an hour and 40 more. As we bring in from Winnipeg Sports Talk now, our good and longtime friend, Hustlerama. How you doing, Andrew? What's going on, Roddy? What are we going to talk about today? USFL? <laughs> Get into some uh, 
Some spring football chat. Uh, wow, that was something last night, huh? We will wind it up with that because I want your opinion on it. But hey, okay, what happened happened. I want your take on whether you think it was an intentional or not, and also how it will impact this series, if you don't mind. Because if everybody's not forgotten, Montreal now leads at one game to none. Yeah, dude, there's a lot to unpack from that. I mean, listen, did I think he meant to hit him? Yes. Did I think he intended to injure him? No. Anyone that knows Mark Scheifele knows that that is completely out of character. And I think it's part of the intensity of the playoffs, the frustration that that goal essentially iced game number one for the Montreal Canadiens. And, you know, it was a split-second decision that went really, really bad. Um, I, I, listen, I, and I know a lot of uh, – listen, he's going to get suspended. We know there's a hearing today. I'm kind of with you. I expect it to be somewhere in the neighborhood. I, I, I think it's going to be two games. I'd be surprised if it's more. I don't think he's going to get off with less. Um, but honestly, I, I – I mean, to me, this is about the the result of the hit less than the actual hit itself. I mean, if it was a clear headshot, we're having a different story. Um, listen, the guy skates 180 feet back checking, lets up at about the hash marks. It's going in. He's got a split second, and uh, he decides to, to finish a check. Um, it was a bad decision. There's no doubt about it. It was a dangerous play, and I think everyone's main concern is that Jake Evans will be okay. Um, but, you know, Shifley's going to have to pay the price both to George Peros as well as when he returns to the series. But I'm not here for any of these hot takes, like get him out of the game. I mean, uh, I think it was an unfortunate unfortunate result. But, Rod, I have to admit that, I mean, if Jake Evans gets up after that hit and whops Mark Shifley in the face and there's a bit of a scrum, are we having these conversations? No. I mean, I think it, this is more about the unfortunate result of what happened than any malicious intent on Mark Shifley to injure one of the Montreal Canadiens from where I'm sitting. Well, we'll see how George Paris takes it. But as I was saying to somebody this morning, there's a harsher penalty for attempted murder than for manslaughter. If you kill somebody you didn't mean to, that's one thing. Oh, I was trying to kill him. I just didn't successfully do it. Intent. And he didn't intend for that result. There's a really big difference there, but I still think it'll be two games. And I know that may be hard for some people to follow, but I think it's a big part of how this should go. Now to the game. You didn't see Montreal going up 2-0 as fast as they did. I certainly didn't. What happened there with a team that's coming off a sweep? Well, uh, you know, listen, it's been an unfortunate trend for the Winnipeg Jets that, you know, after long periods off, um, they don't start very well. And, listen, they had every reason to be ready to go to jump on a team that had just finished a grinder of a seven-game series and take advantage of the nine days off that they had to prepare for the Montreal Canadiens, and unfortunately, they didn't do it. And Paul Maurice Rod, going into the game, said, I believe his quote is, the first 10 minutes might look a little different than the second 10 minutes. Unfortunately, the first 10 minutes really cost the Winnipeg Jets last night, and they were playing catch-up for most of the game. I mean, there were some good things from a Jets perspective to get back in and push it, but unfortunately, there's just a huge cloud around this series going forward because of what happened with Mark Shifley on Jake Evans. And, and, you know, just back to your original question about how this affects the series, I mean, I think it's massive. I mean, first and foremost, never mind all the stuff going on around it, if Mark Shifley's not in the lineup for the next couple games with the potential loss of Dylan DeMello, Paul Stastny wasn't in the lineup, you know, we talked so much about the Jets' great depth at center, well, that takes a huge hit if your number one and number two guys 
on paper going into the series are out. So how the Jets handle that in the short term is going to be, you know, very significant if they're even in the series when Mark Shifley returns after however many he gets. And then there's the other side of things where, I mean, we know that George Peros will have his judgment, but then there's also how this affects the games going forward. How does Montreal handle it? I mean, Mark Shifley's not a fighter. Does he have to fight right uh, when he gets back on the ice? Who does that? And how much will that take away from what the Jets are trying to do? And that's focus on winning hockey games. Um, there's a lot to unpack from this game last night, Rod, and uh, we'll be talking about it for a while. Okay, I, I can't leave it. I can't leave it alone. I want to move on, but Habs for Life <laughs> watching in Vancouver says it was charging. Well, the penalty was five minutes for charging, but my charging is not slowing down. Right? Deliberately charging somebody. You said it. He laid off at the top of the circles. He tried to change direction. I, I don't think he was charging. Do you think it was charging? Well, by the, the book, there's a very liberal um, um, adoption of, of charging. If you go into the rule book, and I don't have it in front of me, um, you know, it can be described in a number of ways. I mean, the bottom line is he did, I mean, he was skating his ass off to get back and trying to prevent the goal. And in the final, whatever it was, 15 feet from the hash marks laid up, um, knowing that, you know, it was probably going in the net. But again, when you're going that fast, you don't have a lot of time to make those decisions. I think by the book, it was charging. I mean, what else was it? I mean, I don't think it was a headshot. I mean, it wasn't principal contact to the head. Um, you know, it, it wasn't boarding. Um, so I think charging was the right call. Um, listen, I'm not just sitting here saying that this was a clean hit. It, it wasn't. It was late and it was unfortunate and resulted in an injury. And that's why Mark Shifley is getting suspended. Um, but I think by the, you know, it, it was charging more than anything else. Um, but the funny thing is, Rod, I talked to a few ex-players today, including uh, a Montreal Canadian from last season's team who I expected to be, you know, very irate about what had happened and um, said, honestly, he did not have a problem with the hit. That's the playoffs. He's finishing his check. It's game number one. Um, and it's more about the unfortunate result of what happened to Jake Evans than uh, than the hit itself. Was it clean? No. Was he intending to injure Jake Evans? I don't think so. Um, but this is a huge problem for the Winnipeg Jets going forward as far as um, you know how they handled the, the games when Mark Scheifele's out and where the team is when he gets back into the lineup and what's going on with the series. Paul Maurice saying after the game it was a very unusual play. And oh, none of us have seen it right. So we all, I think, are entitled to our opinions. If people could keep the name calling to the minimum, that would be nice. Jay Nordic on YouTube says it technically wasn't charging, nor was it late. Hey, we could talk about this forever. <laughs> Jen at the Four Seasons says the break hindered the Jets. It probably did. But, Andrew, we all know you want to get your series done as soon as possible. What are they, at fault for sweeping the Oilers? Look at the Golden Knights. Like, let's just switch gears there. They had nothing left in game one against Colorado, clearly. And then last night they deserved better. Did you stay up for all of that one? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a little bit of OT, some uh, some free hockey. And this series is unbelievable. I mean, just watching yeah. what the abs are doing right now. And, and I'm with you. Going in, I was very high on Vegas. I mean, I think that they're sort of built for the playoffs. They've had their experience getting close. I thought this was going to be their time to, to maybe get over the hump. But that Avalanche team is just an absolute wagon right now. And, you know, it's interesting comparing the game ones from between the two series because you're right. Vegas did look like a team that just got pushed to the limit in seven games. And, um, the, and, and the Colorado Avalanche took advantage of that. That should have been the case for the Winnipeg Jets last night. But 
credit to the Montreal Canadiens for the way they came out and sort of continued their momentum from that big seven-game win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, you know, unfortunately for the Winnipeg Jets, they just were not able to ramp it up the way they played against the Edmonton Oilers, um, you know, against the Montreal Canadiens to start things off, put themselves in a hole, and now they're in a bigger hole in the series down a game and most likely without their number one center for uh, a few, depending on what George Peros has to say this afternoon. I'm sure you will spend zero time at 1 p.m. Central on Winnipeg Sports Talk. No, no, no. On the United States Football League and their announcement this morning. Um, Here was my take earlier. You probably didn't see it or maybe you did. I'm like, can we just get one of these leagues playing? I don't care to talk about how it affects the CFL or the XFL, USFL. Get on the field, guys. Um, I think I think more football, the better. More jobs for everybody. And you remember the old United States Football League, man. It was a trip. It was fun. Oh, you, you, I mean, the, we're talking like the old USFL, Herschel Walker, Doug yeah. Flutie, uh, Donald Trump running the uh, running the league into the ground at the end. I mean, hey, <laughs> listen, it was it was an interesting competitive league to the NFL. I mean, they sort of went head to head. There was the big antitrust lawsuit, which they won. And they got $1 and it essentially ended the league. I'm with you, man. I mean, I'm a football guy. I want football. I care mostly about the CFL and making sure that we have fans in stands and the three-down game starting on the 5th of August. Um, but absolutely. I mean, uh, and Rod, we've talked about this before. I, I was a big XFL guy. I was really into the reincarnation of the league when it started last year. Um, I was – it was – it encouraging to see you know the crowds they had in dc especially st louis seattle and it was unfortunate what happened with the uh, with the pandemic um you know they were sort of the first ones to get the short end of the straw from covid 19 so um listen i'm with you but my focus of course is far more right now going into the next couple months on whether we're going to get the canadian football league going um because that i think is what's most important to certainly everyone watching in our two provinces we want to see the green and blue go head to head at some point this year Oh, wouldn't that be some, Buddy, can you give a plug to Winnipeg Sports Talk, if you don't mind? And by the way, I love the fact how many people tell us that our shows play off each other. I love it. There's something there. Uh, as soon as we go off the air, you go on. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, Rod's going 11 to 1. We fire it up right at 1 o'clock on our YouTube channel, uh, which you can subscribe to or find. Just simply go in Winnipeg Sports Talk. We've been, I mean, obviously with the Jets run right now, having huge numbers, tons of new people coming in. So, uh, yeah, Winnipeg Sports Talk. Hit the subscribe button like you do on YouTube, and you can get the podcast as well on any of the uh, feeds. Usually that's out about 3 or 3.30 in the afternoon for your drive home. But, uh, yeah, big show today. Ken Weave from Sportsnet's going to join us, and Jeremy Roenick as well. Very perfect timing to have JR on today because I'm sure he'll have some takes on what we saw last night with the Mark Scheifele hit as well as the Stanley Cup playoffs. So really looking forward to it. Good stuff, us. Rocket. We'll be checking it out. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, Rod. Be well. Hustlerama joining us from Winnipeg, Winnipeg Sports Talk. So we're going to take uh, turn it over to you people for the next two segments. We want your thoughts on the United States Football League firing up, on the Shifley potential suspension. I'm sure he's having his hearing right now. Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado, the games tonight, whatever. It's all on the table when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live daily, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I'm going to delve right into the sports update here and then uh, chat with you folks. Jespery Kokanyemi. And Eric Stahl scored early in the first period to set the stage for the Montreal Canadiens 5-3 victory over the Winnipeg Jets in Game 1 of their second-round Stanley Cup playoff series. Game 2 goes Friday. Meanwhile, Miko Rantanen scored on a Chensi power play in overtime to give Colorado a 3-2 win over Vegas and a 2-0 series lead. One former dub coach texted me and said the referee must have had a date. He wanted to get out of there, Darren. <laughs> Just called a bad pass. Get out. Let's go. Uh, Vegas got a lot of fans. I was about to tweet. Is this going to, how many overtimes, right? One, two or more, right? How about two minutes? Two minutes. The Buffalo Sabres have won the NHL draft lottery and now hold the first overall pick for this summer's draft. Owen Power, a defenseman from Michigan, is number one in NHL Central Scouting's final ranking. The expansion Seattle Kraken have the second overall pick. While the Anaheim Ducks have the third selection, the 2021 draft. What is this? What is this? Are we going to put the camera on this guy? Ricky? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky the mascot has just showed up for our second birthday. Look at those moves. Oh my he got moves God. like Jagger. Uh, thanks, Ricky. That's Ricky the mascot. <laughs> Look at that. We got all the stars are shining here on our second birthday episode. And he's gone. And he's out of here. That's funny. Thank you, Ricky. How do you like that? How about, How about that? Cameo. How about that? that? Where was I? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on the Rod Peterson show on a moment-by-moment basis. Anyways, I love the fact that George Anitsos down at the Four Seasons, the Greek freak, is now all in on the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah. He's done with the Leafs. <laughs> A lot of Leafs fans, I think, are switching allegiances to the Seattle Kraken. That's what I've seen and heard. A beautiful city. Oh, yeah. And uh, easy to know all their history. Yeah, because there isn't. There is none. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. scored the winning run on Joe Panic's sack fly, capping a three-run rally in the bottom of the ninth inning that gave the Toronto Blue Jays a 6-5 victory over the Miami Marlins in the B-low. And we will have Mike Wilner next hour to talk about it. Longtime Blue Jays broadcaster. The Saskatchewan Rush are pleased to announce the signing of 2016 NLL Defender of the Year Ryan Dilks to a new one-year deal. The six-foot-one, 195-pounder from Hamilton led the NLL last season with 27 caused turnovers in only 10 games. Meanwhile, the Saskatchewan Rattlers, member club of the Canadian Elite Basketball League, are excited to announce the signing of import guard Avery Woodson. Ahead of the 2021 CEBL season, this will be Woodson's first season in the CEBL after spending the past four seasons in Sweden, Finland, and Greece. He's a product of Waynesboro, Mississippi. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. It is our two-year uh, birthday episode, by the way. That's hence the balloons and the people jumping on the set and everything. From Chris Bird, watching in Toronto, he says, Thoughts on spring football in the USA? An NFL light will likely not work. The XFL offers an actual alternative, just like the CFL. It is an alternative. Fox will only carry USFL games for as long as there is money to be made. Well, welcome to business. <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> I was world. Thinking the same. Only carrying it, like, again... 
Nobody's carrying any coverage on any television show unless it's making money. I know. Well, TSN. Jordan Rogadzinski watching from Winnipeg says, Hi, Rod. Hope you're doing well. Young podcaster out there. Hey, Jordan. Somebody wrote in here about Doug Flutie being a turncoat. Did you see that comment? No. They're coming in fast and furious today. Lauren Smith watching in Kamloops, British Columbia, says it's ironic that Doug Flutie, one of the biggest CFL stars in the modern era, is hitching his wagon to a spring league that could undermine the XFL and its alliance with the CFL. With the announcement this morning of the United States Football League, there's a video from Doug Flutie, which you got to go see it. You can follow them on Twitter, at USFL Official. Flutie's in a trucker hat from the early 80s, right? It's not a new style trucker hat. Right. It's the old one. And Doug Flutie doesn't own this, owe the CFL anything. He doesn't owe the NFL anything. I think Doug Flutie's done enough for the CFL, quite frankly, since he left. Think they're probably paying him. Yeah. You know, he's got that relationship now. Why not? Miles Gurrell, the eighth wonder of the world, Canadian Football Hall of Famer, six foot eight offensive lineman. <laughs> what? Yes. Well, Miles, you know him. Yeah. Right? Of Miles, Miles Gurrell, um, Canadian football legend, played for every team but Edmonton and Saskatchewan, I think, in his career. Because he goes, Rod, I never wore green. I wore every other color and every other team, but I never wore green. Never played in Edmonton or Saskatchewan. I always said, Miles, what's the one team that you're most loyal to? He says, the one that's paying me. How about that? <laughs> you're on the team, right? Whoever's paying Whoever's me. Whoever's paying me. So Doug Flutie's getting a check to endorse the United States Football League. Bob's your uncle. He doesn't owe the CFL spit. I know we're going back and forth here on, uh, on the hockey to the football to the football to the hockey. Troy in Toronto says, happy anniversary, RP team. Glad my buddy Jamie from Offside Hockey Talk introduced me to you in the show. Proud to be a part of the many millions of listeners to the RP show. And we're proud to have you. Janelle Barkman in Saskatoon says, thank you, boys. I think you boys are extra handsome today on your birthday. Well, thank you, Janelle. I did my hair. I feel a little handsomer. She's the first female to offer to be branded with a DuPont Media branding iron. That's right. It's pretty special. I had a guy in Crosby, North Dakota yesterday. North Dakota. Said we should broadcast the branding live. What do you think? What do you think? I, I, think it's, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it would either have to be A, on like pay-per-view, or B, it'd have to be on like the Playboy channel or something because it's like late viewer night. discretion is advised late Ooh. night. Clark says OnlyFans. I like it. How about that? Deb in Toronto on the Prairie Mobile text line. Congratulations to you, Rod and Darren. There couldn't be two better guys doing this show. Thank you, Deb in Toronto. But it's the entire team, obviously, that you don't see. That's fine. But it's Ryan and it's Jordan and it's Clark and it's Alan, the intern, and it's Paul and it's Rachel, the intern, and it's the guys downstairs. Oh, yeah. and it's Nelson in Saskatoon and it's Troy in Vancouver. And right, is that everybody? Yeah, so it's a big team. There's lots. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big team. I feel like a Toronto show today. Eh? Oh, yeah. And when you look at, you know, Joe and Jim and. Brad and Richard and all the guys downstairs. I mean, we can go on and on. It's a big team. Yeah. So it's the two-year birthday today, and that's why we are 
patting ourselves on the back. Try not to do it too much. And thank you, Deb, in Toronto. Again, that's why I feel like a Toronto show today. We'll get into more viewer takeover when we come back. we got the Silver Fox, uh, Kelly Rempel coming up in hour two, plus Mike Wilner, longtime host of Jays Talk and uh, play-by-play guy of the Toronto Blue Jays. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. I just... I said it was going to be viewer takeover, and it is. Uh, Darren Workman writes in on YouTube, and he says, Happy birthday from Salt Lake. Headed to my daughter's high school graduation, so we won't be able to watch live today. Great show, guys. So glad I found it. Congrats on two years. Here's to many more. So they're watching in Salt Lake, Utah. Uh, Joseph Clark on the Mark Shifley hit last night, where we spent the most bulk of our time today. Joseph Clark on YouTube says, Craig Button brought it up on TSN. The rule states if you are not engaged with the player with the puck, you cannot hit him. It's a double IHF rule. Yeah, but this smacks of our guy Paul's favorite saying, you can't learn to swim when you're drowning. All these rules come in after the fact. Yeah. Right? Why, why wasn't that rule in there then? Just like a rule comes into play afterwards, it's the same thing as uh, experience is something you get right after you needed it. You know, you needed it, and he needed, they needed that rule in for this hit. Now it'll come in later, probably. If they remember in the offseason when the GMs are sitting around having their meetings in Boca Raton, will they remember? I know. Will somebody make a note of this, and, please? And it used to be, and I, and I know this is not the old world. I always say we live in a different world than we did yesterday, yeah. let alone years ago. But this, this, you know, reminds me so much of, you know, Paul Correa, Scott Stevens, or those big hits, right? We weren't sitting there thinking Stevens should be kicked out of the league. No. We're just like... I don't like seeing that. It's a really bad hit. But, you know, you can't come across the middle when Scott Stevens is on the ice. Keep your head up. <laughs> but that's not the... I get that that's not the world we live in anymore. From the Cheap Seats Toledo. Mick Gonzalez from ESPN Radio Toledo, Ohio. He says, happy birthday, RP team. I should ship you some Hattie B's to celebrate. It's Hattie B's hot chicken. Wow. That's a wow. That's a wow. How, did, how has Nashville kept hot chicken a secret forever? Like, it's just now starting to become a thing. I know. Across the continent. It's so good. Hattie B's hot chicken. <laughs> Their slogan should be, worth the wait. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's lined up across the street. Hattie B's in Nashville, Tennessee. Deb in Toronto goes on to say, my apologies to the rest of the team. How could I forget them? Congratulations to you all, too. This Deb seems like a very nice lady. Very nice. You didn't need to write us back. I got you. You know, when but you I appreciate say, it. When you say happy birthday to us, we know that it means everybody here. But does everybody here know that? I hope so. And if they don't, now they should. Uh, from Jim Wagner, morning to the RP crew. Happy second birthday. Thanks for all the great shows. Many more to come. Take care, all. Nice comment from Jim. Metal Shingle Guy. Right, and he says, not a big hockey fan, but what Shifley did was disgusting. He needs to sit out the entire series. So Winnipeg-ish. 
Can you believe that? <laughs> Said it was way- oh, Rems has some thoughts. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> he goes on to say the USFL will draw talent. CFL needs to play in August and sign as many guys as they can, like the Argos are doing. Merge might happen a little faster. CXFL 2022. I feel like we need to settle into that a little in the second hour kickoff, Moose, in that this deserves some time, the mm-hmm. USFL announcement this morning. USFL's coming back. They're going to kick off next spring, less than a year from now, with a minimum of eight teams, same names as the last time from 1983 to 1985. But yeah, I can talk about it right now. Like Donald Trump, I think we all kind of know what Donald Trump's about now, right? You weren't even born yet. He came in and said, it's the way these guys think like Trump. He's like, wham, we're going to go hit him right in the nose and we're going to play up against the NFL in the fall. Should have never done that. And he relented and they moved it to a spring league and then it failed. And now it was the start of everybody thinking that spring football won't work in America. He should have never gone against the NFL. Why is this show on the air at 10 a.m.? Tell the people, Darren. Tell them, please, (laughs) on our two-year birthday, why? Um, Number one. Nobody else was on it this time. Exactly. That was number one. The games are at night, you know, so prime time's out. You know, afternoon uh, was already kind of filled. Nobody's on it this time. That was one, right. That was number one. And the other one was, I told you I feel best at 10 a.m. That was the slam dunk for me. Is this is when you <laughs> said, this is when I'm at my best. I said, works for me. Your mom's written in. Oh, that's good. Paula DuPont. Congrats. Proud of you, son. Proud of the whole team. You guys are the best. Heart emoji. Thank you, Paula. <laughs> Much appreciated. From Brady. Hey, Rod. My take on the Shifley hit. That was a ruthless and unnecessary play. Shifley looked emotionally and mentally checked out. He was coming in fast and was clearly frustrated. Made no attempt to play the puck, and that's the type of hit that's extremely dangerous. I'm saying two games for a first offender. He just said he's a first-time offender. Should not mean it's Mark Shifley for God's sakes. It's not Dave Brown. What? I'm a, like I'm ready to hit the floor. Why? Like Brady. I'm like I don't I feel really proud of you right now because that is clear, concise, thoughtful, and you're a Habs fan. That wasn't full of emotion. That wasn't full of kick him out of the league. That was a really like normal. Who's got was, who's the, got your phone, Brady? That was the best text you've ever sent. <laughs> the best. We got more. We got more. (laughs) We're coming up uh, with a second hour kickoff on Game Plus right after this break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.